their chicken wings, which you, I mean, I'm not going to tell you what to eat, but I thoroughly recommend that you order them. They basically just have this like shatteringly crisp exterior that is like lathered in this sweet, sour kind of fish sauce, sticky, sticky sauce. Hi, I'm Molly and welcome to Restaurant Recommendations with Foodism. I had a reasonably busy week this week. I had lunch at Rocker on Charlotte Street, which has been around for a while. I want to say two decades. (laughs) And it's just really classic, reliable Japanese food. And everything we ate was delicious. And it was heaving in there for like a weekday lunchtime as well which is pretty mad we had this really incredible soft shell crab with this um quite kind of piquant sort of chili like vinegary chili sauce which was really delicious a really wonderful perfectly cooked piece of like steak that i I don't it was on the rabata grill i it's not the kind of thing i'd always necessarily order at a japanese restaurant but phenomenal and these really cool just little tuna tatakis so just like lightly seared tuna with that kind of classic really like acidic dressing and some cabbage it was so good it was one of those meals it was just I left it feeling like really full and like satiated but not uncomfortable and really just it was such a pleasant way to spend a lunchtime I've actually never been and I will definitely be going back it was really good and then for dinner last night I went to this restaurant called Suni I don't actually think that's how you pronounce it. I think it's actually pronounced like Suna. It means sun in Danish um, because the two owners both worked and lived there for a while at a few places, notably uh, Noma. (laughs) Basically, it is the perfect wine bar with food. (laughs) Like, I know what you're saying. We don't need any more small place wine bars in London. Turns out we did because we needed this restaurant. Uh, Honey Spencer, who's one of the co-owners, is, I think, one of the most interesting sommeliers, uh, wine directors in London. Every wine list she pulls together is always so interesting. She's got this real affinity kind of for just pulling out fascinating bottles of wine. And also there's quite a few sake options on the menu as well, which is really cool to kind of drink with the dishes on the menu. Um, We ate this incredible dish, which was literally just croque with beef tartare on top. But... I think when you think about it, it actually does work because that's just basically the components of a cheeseburger. Just the meat isn't cooked, but it's like you've got cheese, you've got carb, you've got beef, you've got like acidity by this by way of capers where I guess in a burger it would be a gherkin. Delicious. And uh, they were telling us that it came about because the chef there is Canadian and he used to live and work in Montreal. And there was a place, like a sort of restaurant dive bar there that was amazing and would also stay open until like four o'clock in the morning. So all of the chefs would go there after their shifts and they'd order a croque monsieur and they'd order a steak tartare and they'd like sandwich them together. So (laughs) I mean, I love that. I love a story behind a dish, but it was, yeah, really delicious. And they also did this little thing, which was essentially just like little potato cakes with the components of a gilder on top, which for those who don't know is an anchovy and like a guindilla pepper like a kind of marinated pepper also wonderful a very good meal and I will be going back as soon as I can and then I was quite naughty and I had (laughs) deep dish pizza (laughs) takeaway for dinner from Detroit pizza and Spitalfields I'm not actually a massive pizza person 
it would probably take a plate of pasta over a pizza every day of the week. But deep pizza is definitely my kryptonite. It is so bad for you, but it is so good for like a you know weekend takeaway. It is worth it. So yeah, that was me this week. And on to this week's dilemma, which comes from Sam, who says, Hiya, my parents are coming to stay with me in London in a couple weeks' time, and I've decided I want to pick up the bill when we go out for dinner. Where's nice for parents that won't leave me eating tinned beans for the rest of the month? Great question, Sam. (laughs) I think that is a very interesting question because it kind of combines affordability but like niceness with a place that parents will like, which funnily enough, I think can be difficult in London. Um, you know, we're not exactly known for our cheap and cheerful dining. So yeah, I think I think that this is a great dilemma that I like to answer. My first suggestion is Smoking Goat, which is in Shoreditch. I go here a lot when my parents come to visit. We will always carve out time to go there for either a lunch or a dinner. We've pretty much got the order down pat. <laughs> we will get their chicken wings, which you, I mean, I'm not going to tell you what to eat, but I thoroughly recommend that you order them. They basically just have this like shatteringly crisp exterior that is like lathered in this sweet, sour kind of fish sauce, sticky, sticky sauce. And you literally, like, I um, am, have never been the biggest fan of eating chicken on the bone. But, oh, my God, I'm, like, sitting there, like, gnawing at these bones. They are delicious. And I genuinely think that you can have a perfect meal just eating those chicken wings and the lardo fried rice they do at Smoking Goat. But then you would be remiss not to order some of the other wonderful things. Um, they usually have a number of lab on the menu. Um, and for those who don't know, lab is a sort of, minced meat salad with Thai basil, chili, lime juice and um, dry fried and then whizzed up rice mixed through it for a bit of crunch and texture. Delicious. And they often do it there. Well, I've been there when they've done it with um, this meat called Kalyor, which is made by this farmer, Matt Chatfield, down in Cornwall. Um, and he basically raises old sheep, uh, mutton. <laughs> no, but the meat's called mutton. What are the old sheep called? Ewes. <laughs> And then when they have been used for other purposes and they sort of come out of commission, he takes them, he keeps them alive for longer. It's a sort of regenerative farming process. So they put back into the ground, they graze it for longer, they get a lovely long life. And then the meat is then aged very specifically for quite a long time. And it just gives this this incredible tenderness and flavor. And it's so bold. And um, in that lab, kind of with all those flavors of the lab, it is so delicious. But yeah, you could literally just go and have chicken wings and fried rice and be happy. They've got a great wine menu, really reasonably priced wine menu. So, you know, you can order a couple of nice bottles for you and your parents. Um, and it's the kind of space that I think is is really vibrant, but it never feels too loud. It never feels like you're being overwhelmed. Yeah, I love going there with my parents and I hope that you will too. But if your parents are a little more kind of meat and two veg or, you know, the kind of people who don't want to ever step foot in Shoreditch, then maybe I would take them to Bruto in Clarkwell, which is an Italian restaurant opened by the late Russell Norman, who was one of the city's most influential restaurateurs. Uh, he opened Bruto, I want to say early last year, could have been the year before. It is pretty much just a perfectly formed Italian restaurant. Heading down a kind of little little side street in Clarkwell, you walk in and it's just like walking into like a Trattoria in Tuscany or Milan. And it just feels like there's like, 
don't know how to kind of put it, but it feels like there's like charisma seeping out of the walls. It's the kind of space you want to spend time. It's so reasonably priced. They do, I think, a five or a six pound Negroni, which is a great way to start off any meal, I think. They always have plates of pasta. Everyone was kind of raving about their pasta ala vodka when they first opened. They do these things called cuddles, which are like fried gnocco frito with mortadella and I think like a soft kind of stracciatella style cheese. You just kind of pile it all together and, and eat it in one big carby, cheesy, hammy <laughs> bite of goodness. And then they often do like big kind of Tuscan style steaks that you can order as well. It's just a really lovely space. If you summertime sitting outside, like it genuinely kind of feels like you're kind of in a European city. Is London still a European city? I don't know. A city on the continent of Europe <laughs> rather than on this here island. It's a really beautiful restaurant and it's very reasonably priced. And I feel like it's somewhere that your parents would be really delighted to be taken. And then way up in West London in Notting Hill, we've got Siakos and Chaco. This is a really vibrant restaurant. It's um, Greek food. They had a pop-up in Islington over the summertime which was I frequented. It was so good. This is sort of like big plates of beautiful Greek meats. You know, they've got your cliff decos. Yeah, they do all of like the dips and the breads, um, lamb chops, stuff like that. You know, Greek food is so gorgeous, so amazing for sharing and really good for if your parents are a little, uh, you know, on the fussier side. They know what they're getting when they order lamb and a Greek salad or, you know, <laughs> that kind of stuff. And again, super reasonably priced great wine list and yeah just a really kind of fun space to spend an evening which I think that they would hopefully also really enjoy and if they're the kind of people who love West London then this is a great shout and I think also it's quite nice when you take your parents out to feel like you're giving them a new experience and this kind of thing that they'll go home and be like "Ooh, Sam took us to this incredible Greek restaurant in Notting Hill Alrighty, there you go, Sam. You've got a Thai option, an Italian option, and a Greek option. You've got one in East London, one in Central London, and one in West London. So hopefully, much like Goldilocks, you find the one that works <laughs> for you. And you still have an abundance of money in your bank account at the end of the day. If you at home have any dining dilemmas you'd like us to answer, please do email us on molly at tinypodcasts.co.uk. And we'd also be incredibly stoked if you like the podcast, if you check it a review wherever you listen, be it Apple or Spotify, give us some stars, let us know what you think of the podcast. And we will see you next week, probably, <laughs> if I don't go full Titanic. Uh, we're hoping to record that episode from a cruise ship somewhere in Antarctica. So we'll see how that one goes. <laughs> Apologies in advance if I never make it back. I'm Molly Kodaya, and this is Restaurant Recommendations with Foodism. To get the beautiful print edition of Foodism straight to your door for free every other month, head to foodism.co.uk slash subscribe.